Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. I saw the first Lord of the Rings movie in theaters when it first came out in a theater in Simi Valley in December 2001, and I was blown away. I have seen all three movies in that trilogy many, many times since. I may actually own the DVD sets with the extended films and the director's commentary, which I have actually watched more than once. But at that time, I hadn't yet read the books by J.R.R. Tolkien, on which the films are based. And so later that December at a family gathering, I shared with my dad how distraught I was at the death of Gandalf, one of the heroes of the story who sacrifices himself to save his friends. And my dad, who was a Lord of the Rings fan, who had read all of the books by that point, and who knew what happens later in the story, said to me, with a knowing twinkle in his eye, oh, just wait and see till the next movie. You'll see. My dad, who went home to the Lord on August 8, 2019, was a man of faith. He knew the gospel truth, that death is not the end of the story. The ones we love are always with us. God is the God of the living. As Jesus declares in our reading from the Gospel of Luke for today. By this point in Luke's Gospel narrative, Jesus has been teaching about life in the kingdom of God. Life as our good and gracious creator intends for it to be. Life in the steadfast love of the Lord. And Jesus has been demonstrating God's love in powerful ways, feeding people who are hungry, healing people who are sick, welcoming people who had been considered unworthy by their communities, freeing people from demonic oppression, encouraging people to have faith and pray always and not lose heart. Just before our reading for today, Jesus has made his triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem where he has driven the money changers out of the temple, challenging the unjust practices of the religious authorities. Religious authorities like the Sadducees, who here challenge Jesus with a question about the resurrection. The Sadducees were a wealthy, privileged socially predominant group in the Jewish community in Jerusalem at that time who profited from the temple system and who were sympathetic to Rome. They also held that only the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, also known as the books of Moses, were the word of God. And they did not believe in the resurrection of the dead. 
In contrast to another group among the Jewish community at that time, the Pharisees, who did believe in the resurrection. They believe the entire Old Testament canon is God's word, and the full scriptural witness declares the resurrection of the dead to eternal life. And so these particular Sadducees who come and question Jesus are attempting to discredit the resurrection and the Pharisees and Jesus with a question about Leverite marriage. Leverite marriage was a part of the patriarchal system in that time and place, intended to continue on the male family line. And so, according to the law, in that culture at that time, if a husband and wife, if the husband died childless, the woman, the wife, would be given in marriage to his brother, and so on. Again, in order to continue the male family line. And the woman did not have much choice in this matter. In this system, women were essentially property. And so the Sadducees asked Jesus hypothetically, if under this system a woman has seven husbands and then she dies, who will her husband be in the life to come? Jesus responds by correcting their misperceptions. Jesus shares with them that their question about the resurrection does not discredit the life to come because things in the life to come will not be the way things are in our life now. Our life in eternity will be different than our life here on earth. The social customs of our current cultural contexts, including marriage, will no longer apply. The word resurrection is the Greek word anastasis, and it means a change in status for the better, ascending higher, rising up. In the life to come, we and our loved ones and the whole creation will be transformed. We will be as our good and gracious creator intends for us to be, we will be our best, truest, most authentic selves in ways that now we can only imagine. In the words of C.S. Lewis, who was a friend and colleague of J.R.R. Tolkien, when he writes of wondering about heaven, he says, guesses only guesses. If they're not right, something better will be. The fact that the dead are raised, Jesus continues, is shown by Moses himself. And Jesus refers to the book of Exodus, one of the first five books of the Old Testament, which the Sadducees, with whom he is engaged in conversation, would have considered God's inspired, authoritative word. And in the book of Exodus... When the Lord speaks to Moses from the burning bush and calls Moses to go and rescue the people from slavery in Egypt, and God gives Moses his sacred name, Yahweh, God says to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not, I was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Lord speaks of these saints who had died centuries prior in the present tense. Though they had died, they are alive. Alive to God. Alive in God. Alive with God. God is the God of the living the gospel reality embodied by Jesus Christ himself, the God of all creation in the flesh, the God who is and who gives life, who loves us so much that he joined with us in our humanity, lived a life of grace and truth, told us and showed us how to love, suffered and died on the cross and was buried, and on the third day rose again to life, taking our death as his own and freeing us from it forever, bringing us with him into life eternal and abundant. In his defeat of death is the assurance that our death is defeated. In his resurrection is the assurance of our resurrection. In his eternal life is the assurance of our eternal life. Nothing, not even death, can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are God's children now. And one day, we will see God face to face. One day, sin and suffering and death will be no more, and God will wipe every tear from our eyes. One day, we will be reunited with all our loved ones who have gone before us into glory. God is the God of the living. In the words of Franciscan theologian Richard Rohr, resurrection does not just mean an eternally enduring life in the future. Rather, it first means a present life of eternal significance. Surely it means a life of goodness and love, both of which have an eternal quality to them. You are at home both now and forever, what else could salvation be? Heaven is first of all now and therefore surely later. If God loves and accepts us now in our broken state, why would the divine policy change after death? It is the same God before and after our death. As Richard Rohr affirms, sainthood, is our future hope and our present reality. Saint is from the Latin sanctus, which means holy, set apart and dedicated to the service of the Lord, having a quality of sacredness. Paul and the other New Testament writers do not refer to saints exclusively as extraordinary individuals or the dearly departed, they refer to saints as every person who puts their trust in Jesus Christ. And so Paul writes his letters to the saints who form the church in a particular city, to the saints in Corinth, to the saints in Philippi, to the saints in Rome. Were Paul to write a letter to us here today, it might well begin to the saints in Palm Desert. 
as we remember the saints in our lives. May we remember that we too are saints. We are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. We are set aside and dedicated to his service. We are called to do what Jesus did, to love God and each other and all of our neighbors, to participate in the Holy Spirit's healing work in this world, to share in our words and in our deeds the gospel truth, that we have life in Jesus Christ. Death is not the end of the story. Our loved ones are always with us. God is the God of the living, now and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.